0: This is Sydney's Fitzy and Whipper Nova. Uh, Guys, an interesting article that I found overnight and I realised that every one of these has happened to me. It's the six worst habits that people are forming from working at home and you know that we've been in isolation. Some teams won't be back into their workplaces for a very long time still to come Uh, and a lot of businesses have just realised it's cheaper to keep people at home so they simply won't be coming back in. I think that's the reality of what we've learnt through this isolation. Am I right, guys? Are you really
1: working hard at home? This is the
0: thing. Oh, yeah. I I spoke
1: to a couple of dads. Footy training was back... Uh, Last night for the kids, which was great. A few of the dads have been working at home. A couple of them said it took us months. Like the last two months it took me before I could get motivated. And they said we're actually in a... uh, One of them said I'm in a really good routine. Now I'm getting more done than I was in the office. Mm.
0: Gee, that's a big call, isn't it? I mean, you find yourself just forming different habits. I think there's the novelty of working from home to start with. Mm. Uh, But very quickly that just slides straight off the shelf and you start to form these bad habits. And that's why I'm going through these top six habits, guys. what,
1: bad habits like buying another couch from Cocoa
0: Republic or? Yeah, things like that. You just end up spending money. Here are a couple of the other habits people are forming. Um, Eating at your desk is the first one. Now, I know that Fitz, you've done this over the years and I know it's not that big an issue, but the problem is when you're sitting at home, it becomes a bit more of a slob thing to do because you're not breaking your habit of what your day is because you spend most of your time sitting at your desk. Therefore, if you're eating at your desk at the same time, you really should be stepping away from it taking a break you know sit out in the backyard or go and stand in the street and eat your sandwich or something like that
1: how boring though Honestly, take a break. Go out into the mm-hmm. laneway That's or it. the uh, out the backyard and eat yep. your sandwich. Come step outside. That doesn't look creepy
2: at you all, standing on the front medium strip eating a sandwich <laughs> with your gut hanging oh, over says. your belt. You've got to get
1: out of the house. <laughs> what, this what, what is are you the thing. about? I, I, I think as you get older, the more that you work outside the house, the more you enjoy it when you come home. That's why yeah, weekends, agreed. I don't want to do anything anymore. Weekends, mm-hmm. I want to stay at home. And BJ said, well, we've got to get out of the house. And I'm like, well, I'm not here majority of the week. I want to spend some time at home on the weekends. Yeah,
0: yeah, sure. Good thought. Uh, Sitting in front of a screen for extended periods of time. We're all doing that if you're working from home. You need to break this habit. Every 30 minutes, they're saying, get up, stretch your neck, your shoulders, your back. You need to keep moving. Here's the hardest part, too, that I've slipped into, and I'd say you're the same, says. um, Resisting cravings every time. It's just impossible. Thank you. It's Thank you for bringing <laughs> me in. Sairs, <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I mean, isolation's been a bit wild for a couple He's of little... He's
2: clearly noticed the extra chins on uh, my face. not Yeah, you know you for... what? That's
0: fine. No, uh, sense. Roasted almond not...
2: lint chocolate. <laughs> you can do a oh, how good is it? I've been
0: doing sea salt caramel and also oh. chilli, Says, But yeah. you almost feel like you spend your time just going to the fridge and opening it and seeing if anything's changed since you were there 10 minutes ago. It's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. You can eat the entire day. It's like being a horse where the food is just in front of you the entire time. You don't have to do anything. It's just there, so you keep eating. You know Kitch- what I mean, Zaz?
1: Kitchen politics. It's a bit <laughs> full on at Nova. I think we should pull back a bit. There's a few people getting upset with kitchen politics. What do you Leave mean? Leave Elias out of it. You know what? At least he prepares his lunch. I'm he the washes. same with breakfast, and a mm-hmm. lot of people get stuck into us. You guys are just jealous because you don't bring your own lunches <laughs> Are you a bit razzed
2: up because they got rid of the fruit box and 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 the
1: milk the other day? And they've
0: turned the fridges off to save money.
1: Now, this is an unbelievable story. You may remember Omarosa and Manigault Newman from The Apprentice. It's where she first met Donald Trump. Now, that was back in 2004. Then in 2016, he hires her as his senior advisor for his presidential campaign. Omarosa then spent a year in the White House as director of communications. She delivers all the insight of her time in there in her book, Unhinged, and she joins us right now. Omarosa, this is an unbelievable story. It must have been a fascinating period in your life.
2: Okay, you just skipped over about 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> we summed it up.
0: You've had a bit At going no on. i quite
2: had my uh, life summed up. <laughs> what were your first impressions of Donald Trump? I mean, clearly to work for him, you would have initially been, is it fair to say, impressed by him? Or, or what was the draw to, to work with him? Um, well... You have to remember back then, uh, many people didn't know. They thought they knew a lot of him, but they really didn't. And so we had this impression that he was um, you know, this very brilliant, smart businessman. And the marketing and branding behind The Apprentice was pretty significant. Um, and so, yes, I wanted to win the million dollars, win The Apprentice, and all of that.
1: So, okay, you go into the White House um, and you're working for Donald Trump. When was the moment where you thought, well, this is not what it's all cracked up to be, Omarosa?
2: <laughs> well, when I'm standing up there on the platform for his inauguration and he gave such a dark inaugural address and I was like, holy cow, Yeah, we're in for a bumpy ride. And then, as you'll recall, maybe a week and a half after that, he enacted the travel ban. Yep. banning people from coming into the U.S. And most of the people he was banning were people of color. Mm. And I remember walking into the Oval office going, have you lost your mind? Like, what, are, what kind of message are you trying to send? So all of that happened within my first week and a wow. half in the White yeah, House.
0: Yeah, sure, sure. What,
1: what, Probably the most beneficial protest will be in november omarosa when you go to the polling booths are are you confident this time people now will make the effort to go do that omarosa
2: you know i think that people certainly will um i think that you will see the largest turnout in u.s history voting history Uh, i think you'll see levels that you saw during the barack obama term and i am certain that americans are just as fed up yep With living what you guys are seeing and so I look forward to the end of uh, administration quite frankly that I was a part of at the beginning but like um, so many other people come to realize he is not well the bottom line is this president is not well and should not be in a position to uh, mentally, physically Mm. spiritually, morally you name it he is not equipped to lead this country any further and so I'm looking forward to November the 3rd, well, we'll be able to cast our vote and bring an end to this reign of terror.
0: Did you see the footage of him using his other hand to support the glass of water as he lifted it up for a drink? Uh, That was concerning for you might say his health or a sign of, of weakness. You wouldn't normally see that. Well,
2: you know, I got, I've gotten into a lot of trouble talking about the neurological deficiencies that I observed with Donald Trump. And I will just say this because I, as I stated at the beginning of this interview, I have known him for a very long time. I remember a time when Donald Trump could complete a full sentence with subject verb agreement, like where it was logical and he made Mm. sense where there was a a a train of thought that you could actually follow Mm. and he had an impressive vocabulary towards the end of my time in the White House there were so many times when he was talking very very nonsensical all over the place gibberish you couldn't even understand him oftentimes and I was concerned enough about it to go to Ivanka And I said to Ivanka, you know, what's happening with your father? We should talk with the physicians or we should adjust his medications Mm. or, you know, there should be some therapies in place. And she got very upset with me, very, very upset with me. And she says, don't ever talk about that, particularly publicly, but not with anyone else. So you you actually think he's sick? Well, when a man has difficulty lifting a simple glass of water... It is an indication that there is something going on physically Mm. but also neurologically. And none of us are doctors, but we all can see with our own eyes that Donald Trump is not well.
1: Well, fascinating story. The book is called Unhinged. You can get it online or any book retailer here in Australia. But Omarosa, we, we appreciate your time. We know how busy you are. Thank you very much for coming on the show.
2: Thank you guys, and please follow me on Twitter at Omarosa. Thanks All right,
0: so much. Bye
1: bye. I'd love to hear from people. I think it, tell, it tells you a lot about a person who turns their stereo up really loud in a car. You know those people who yeah. like to have their windows down, they have the elbows outside the windows. That's, that's you. No,
0: you've I, always got a window down, which annoys me in the car. Well, you, you
1: always oh, have to have a window you, down. If you ever travel with Michael Whitfley and Sarah, back me up here. If, yes, uh, it, it's just a nightmare. Too, um, too, it's too loud, too loud. And if you're gonna, if you're gonna, <laughs> if that window's gonna go yeah. down, someone else has to do another window yeah, down do? because it's hurting my ears. Yeah, you get you the warblers in yeah. the car. Oh, the that's thing the is, worst. with Whipper,
2: is that he take he, well, the worst thing you do is you make personal calls and then just ask people to sit there and be quiet. So you just spend the whole trip
0: Me? just sitting, twiddling oh, your thumbs Fitz, while you he's make a personal call. the one on the call. phone the whole time in the car. No, no do personal some... calls in the car. Nah, Fitz does do you know, the music. You do go quite loud, Nothing more dead. annoying when someone does put music on and it's a full car, like even if it's a road trip, and they turn it up so loud. A mate of mine, Robbie Long, Big Man Mountain, oh, he used to oh, do that in the old oh, 244. Yeah. That's ball not ball the Dazzler, is it? No, that's Robbie Ashton. That's Hellman in the car? Hellman was in the car, the Dazzler was there. What about yeah. Smack Daddy? Was no, he there? Yes. Oh,
1: smack <laughs> what a horrible smack, nickname.
0: Smack Town and the Ward was there and oh, we the were wad. just cruising <laughs> in the Volvo. <laughs> when you think WAD? Uh, when you
1: go to a Edward. private school and your nicknamed Smack Daddy.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, the you're old, the kid in the Rolls Royce the in the year 10, aren't you? smack attack. Um, God, he's not slowing <laughs> down any time soon. I won't be drinking with him.
1: If you know someone uh, who does turn it up really, really loud, usually so annoying. Re- Usually it's your hip-hop, you know. It's your 50 cent. Yeah. Doing manies Saturday night, boring night for the Fitzgeralds, in bed by 9 o'clock, right? And I'm trying to get to sleep, Sarah. I'd had a couple mm. of reds. And, hey. and I could hear there was groups of kids outside having a few drinks. Yep. And I thought, oh, here yep. we go one group's rocked up and then another group they're getting a little bit rowdy Sarah and then in mm. the distance I can hear a car coming and I can hear the subwoofers like awesome. a long way away right yep. and I'm going here we go, A car's about to rock up, they're having a few drinks outside because we've got a nice view out the front of our place, mm-hmm. they like to sit there and have a few drinks and look at the city and then all of a sudden the car's getting closer <laughs> and I said to BJ, here we go, here we go, what's going on here, what are they playing, 50 sand, a bit of Cypress Hill they get up closer to the house and I am I'm not joking, in the car, turned up really loud, a group of kids.
2: No. Rissy Higgins. Doesn't that takes the edge off, doesn't it? Scar. I, <laughs> I was
0: just like, that is awesome. <laughs> Did they play the whole Sound of White album? Mate, right.
1: just a, and this, wow. this group of lads That's get different. out of the car. What the and boys? Like, Good on you, boys. Having a cider? Yeah, let's get together. We haven't seen each other in isolation for so long. Yeah, and let's pump out a bit of Missy.
0: She, what a weird night that is. It, it was amazing. Carlos, do you want to come round to my place for a bit of Missy Higgins? Yeah.
2: Were there girls there, Fitz? Was this purely a ploy to attract females? There
1: were girls there, there we and the boys were. I tell you what, they were trying their hardest. The girls were giving them nothing.
0: Did you give them my address? Because if they want to come and watch Sex in the City as well.
3: <laughs> What's the best mattress for you? Well, if you're an egg or a kitten, check out the competition. But if you're a human person, put your body on a Nectar mattress. As well as award-winning layers of comfort, you can sleep easy knowing you got incredible value. Mattresses start at just $499, and you get hundreds of dollars in accessories thrown in, as well as a 365-night home trial and a forever warranty. Go to NectarSleep.com.
1: The magnificent John Legend. Thanks for joining us, John. It's so good to have you. Um, We've spoken to you once before back in 2017, but you haven't been in Australia. And obviously it's not a good time. 2020 has been a horrible year for everybody. But um, I think 2014 was the last time you were in Australia, John.
3: It's been a while. I don't remember the exact date, but uh, it's definitely been a while. And I miss you guys. I want to come see you.
0: Mate, we, we are luck. always here. I said to Tommy, our producer, the other day, Tom, there's one thing you need to do, get the man, the myth, the legend on the show
3: because
0: <laughs> it's been far too long between drinks. Have you been? How many times have you been called the man, the myth, the legend?
3: Oh, more than I can count. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, not the most original way to introduce me. All right, you- well, i off, guys. You have a good one. I'll take Damn. off now.
0: Oh, brilliant
1: john you've got a brand new album bigger love and you've got some friends helping you out on this album as well gee you've got some good friends john legend
3: i have some great friends and great collaborators great musicians great artists great producers and writers like uh ryan tedder and yep. oak felder and anderson pack and wow. uh mr hudson and uh It was really just a lot of fun making this music with such talented people. And we put a lot of love into it, a lot of joy, a lot of soul into it. And then a couple months after uh, I was done writing, or actually a a month after I was done writing everything for the album, uh, the whole world goes on lockdown. And uh, it's weird, because you're like, well, I made this really happy, joyful, loving album. <laughs> and everybody's uh, depressed and yep. uh, <laughs> locked in the house. And uh, you don't know if you're supposed to wait and put it out later. And then you're like, well, I don't even know when the, the pandemic will be over. It might be another year or two. Um, I figured, you know what? People need a lift right now, so let's put it out now.
0: John, on the topic, how are you doing as a dad? I've got kids of similar age to yours and so does Sarah and Tommy. Uh, how are you holding up? Because the juggle is real, um, you know, trying to parent at the same time as do what you do and and all those sorts of things. Uh, you having a good time?
3: We are having a good time. I'm lucky that my wife is so good with them because... She's the more creative one when it comes to figuring out fun things for the kids to do. Yeah, She yeah. has a real sense of play and adventure that I'm a little more boring when it comes to that. And so <laughs> she's a great mom to, to keep them entertained. I'm a good dad and since I'm very attentive, I'm very mm-hmm. loving, um, I'll, I'll indulge Luna's uh, imagination and play with her as much as she wants. But uh, Chrissy is more creative and has more fun ideas for the kids. Do you do nappies, John Legend? Do I do naps? Nappies, diapers. diapers. Oh, diapers. Of course I do diapers. Good. I wrote a whole song about it. (laughs) (laughs) Did you you write a diaper song? And, you know, I wrote a song and I would sing it to Luna when she was first uh, born and I would change her diapers. I would say, somebody's got a stinky booty. Her name is Luna (laughs) and she made a booty. Somebody's got a stinky booty. Daddy's gonna clean it up. And it became, like, a big thing over here because uh, Pampers, um, yeah. they were told by someone on my uh, yeah. production team, they were told about the song, and they were like, you guys got to hear this song John sings to his daughter when he changes her diapers. And they built a whole advertising campaign around dads changing diapers featuring oh, wow. my song.
0: <laughs> wow, I yeah, love
3: that. Mate, we we...
1: We love your wife. She is so funny on social media. This week, how is she going, John? Because she had um, she had her implants removed this week, and this is what we love about your your daughter Luna as well. Gave mum a card saying "Have fun pulling your boobies out."
0: So. Oh, so cute! So
2: cute. Uh,
3: how's
1: Chrissy going? Is she okay?
3: Well, Chrissy is is great because she'll she'll be very frank with Luna about certain things. So she was like, "Yeah, mommy's <laughs> gonna go to the doctor and she's gonna get her boobies taken out." And uh, <laughs> so uh, Luna was like a little bit worried because was like, "Is this scary?" You know, uh, going to mm-hmm. the doctor. To do and she probably had no concept that something inside my, her mother's body was foreign to begin with, and that it wasn't all hers. Um, was there but, a boobie? There was a boobie's funny. cake as
1: well, John, wasn't there? There was a
3: yes, cake that. There was a cake. Her, Chrissy's manager sent a cake. Chris uh, Jenner sent balloons. Um, all kinds of things to commemorate this uh, solemn occasion. <laughs>
0: Isn't that hilarious? I love the fact that she can be so open to celebrate it because it's just real life.
1: We're so grateful to have you on the show, John. We are huge fans, mate. We can't wait to have you back in Australia, and we know it might be a couple of years now, mate, but the new album, Bigger Love, is available to stream and download right now. Big fan of your work, and thank you so much for coming on the show.
3: Thank you all. It is such a pleasure to see everybody, and hopefully we'll see you in person as soon as possible.
1: Thanks, Thanks, John. John. See you, mate. Thanks, legend. Only just
0: realised. With Fitz and Whipper.
1: we've been getting some great tweets. This one is a beauty. And Ally, if you rang through, you probably would have won. Only just realised the genre of music metal is called that because it's harder than rock.
0: Is that? I true, don't though? think it is. Though. I don't think it is either. No, I mean your hardest, your hardest element on the planet is a diamond. But it, you it's wouldn't, rock, you man. wouldn't call it diamond music.
2: Is not <laughs> that because <laughs> of the type of instruments used in it?
1: Metal. No. Me- well, metal is harder than... Well, rock and, rock and roll, yeah, metal, metal is harder than rock.
0: No. it's no, it me- makes met- sense. Metal has come from rock. Yeah. So it doesn't work. No, it does work. How's this? This is fascinating. Get your head around this. You're familiar with what a palindrome is. So it's spelt the same way, forwards as it is backwards. Like Glenelg in Adelaide, Friesy yes. is a palindrome. Yep. So here's a palindrome sentence for you. Was it a car or a cat I saw? So those words are spelt the same way. Those letters are in the same order as they are forward as they are backwards. So it's not
1: just a word, it's a full it's sentence. It's an
0: entire sentence that's a palindrome.
1: Was it a car or a cat? I saw. saw. If you spell that backwards, it's, it's exactly the same. American Dan's, Dan's got a bit
0: of time on his hands. Jeez, Jeez Dan.
1: These people need to ring yeah. in. This is an educational program. Danny's giving us a call. Hi, Danny. Hi,
2: how are you? Yeah,
0: good love, good, What Danny. have you only just realised? Guys,
2: I only just realised cotton comes from a plant cotton cotton
0: where do you think it came from Danny?
2: well i thought it came from a sheep
0: yeah oh, right now sure what well, you've mixed up yeah. wool yeah mm. okay I that's alright yeah, there's always
2: see. pictures of sheep on actually on no that's
0: on wool yeah, on, on woolen woolen products. Product. but you can have a blend <laughs> can't answer. you say you can yeah. have a blend of wool and cotton Maybe that's
1: Was it a car or a cat I saw? That is amazing. That is unbelievable. <laughs> Are you suggesting we shouldn't have taken Daddy's no. call? No. no more calls. We've got a winner,
0: guys. <laughs> <laughs> and what have you only just realised, Ben? I've only just realised that protein doesn't come from meat, like protein powder. Ah, oh, OK. Oh, say so you thought it was ground meat. I thought it was synthesised from meat somehow, but then I saw whey protein and curds and whey. And a light bulb
1: went off. Because I mean, you, you know, when you you associate protein, you hear you hear all the bodybuilders go eggs and, chicken, and chicken, 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 plenty of protein. So you just thought it was ground down chicken, Ben. Something like
0: that. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah, Benny. Don't what... feel silly. Well, let's remember and remind everyone this is a safe zone. Because we have to think about some of these <laughs> trip me up here. What did your boyfriend only just realise? He
2: didn't realise
0: that Eskimos were people. He thought they were an animal. <laughs> 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 okay. Uh what 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 was the wrong cartoon that he was watching or how did he get an idea that Eskimos are animals? I don't know. I think he
2: just thought that they just couldn't exist as people, so he mm. just went
1: to animals. Emma,
0: have you got into trouble for going out with a seven year old boy
1: or
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Tell him drop him off at school, Emma. He's like <laughs> he's gotta be there, make sure his lunch is packed. What did you only just realize? I just realised that you
1: don't need a rooster for chickens to lay eggs. No. No. Yeah, that's... Hang on a minute. No, they don't need to breed for them to have an egg. (laughs) Because that's that's a chicken
0: cycle, isn't it? They don't need
1: to breed. Is that right? Hens just
0: have the (laughs) eggs. Why am I looking at you, Sarah, like you're some sort of chicken expert? You
2: always look to me when you
0: think I'm supposed to know the answer to everything. Here's the confusing part, and this is why I think people get tripped up, is that my understanding is that an egg is a chicken cycle, but they do it every day. Yeah, that's right. right. But then if you've got a rooster in it, the confusing part is sometimes you can have a, a, a chick inside an egg. Obviously, that's how they're born. So therefore, you could crack an egg open and get a baby chicken. You get a chick, or you get the e- you get no. Hang on,
2: aren't all eggs have baby don't chickens. all eggs have the ability yeah to be baby chickens? Baby chickens. They're, yeah, baby not they're not
0: chickens.
2: fertilized. No, aren't they all? It's just
0: that we grab some early while they're just still in. No, Ooh, you can't just is... leave. See, if an egg. Ca- not all eggs, if they're just left there. I love was these chats. car Or a cat. A cat I, car car. I still can't get over no, that. No, see, one. if you leave an egg on the ground and don't pick it up, it's not going to hatch. No, I realise that. Thank you. Jeez. Fuck. My fault for engaging you... in this conversation. So I, thought I thought you you were tough. going
1: to be going. Amanda, what have you only just realised?
0: Well, I should start off
2: by saying that in Canada, we don't use the Breville sandwich makers, so. I only just realised after eight years of living in Australia that when the the light comes on the top and it says ready, that it means your sandwich isn't ready. It's just that the plates are hot. Yeah, it's hot. That's
0: very funny. God, it hasn't cooked it very well. How does it know how how I like my cheese? (laughs) This is such an intelligent machine. This is a tough one. Does Amanda know anything about chickens? What came first, sir? The chicken or the egg? Oh, come on, man! Well, the chicken was found having a cigarette, so well, there's the answer. Where do we go here? <laughs> do we go the egg? Do we go the Eskimo? Oh. Meat protein? Or Danny with the cotton? Well, I reckon the egg got a bit of conversation flowing. Yeah, so I, I think agree. Tanya- well
2: You're going to go This is Sydney's
0: Bitsy and Whipper.
2: Nova.